thank you so much for joining the Faith Chapel podcast. Wherever you may be joining us from, we hope that you know that you are loved and that this message encourages you throughout your week. I want to thank you for joining us each and every week, and I'm so grateful that you are spending time pouring into yourself, pressing into God, and listening to what God has to say over your life. We've been in this dream series. It's been phenomenal, and I know that God is using it to help build dreams in your life, resurrect dreams in your life, and bring about what he wants to do in your life right now. And so I want to continue in this series today. We're going to talk about the power of believing. You know, Robert Frost said, some men see things and ask why. I see things that can be, and I ask, why not? You know, there are a few people that that dare enough to ask that question, why not? We recognize those kinds of people easily. Those are the people that seemingly have bigger dreams and seemingly do more than anyone else. But they're few and far between. They're the Steve Jobs, the Martin Luther Kings, the Elon Musk, the Jeff Bezos, the Tim Cook, the Phil Knights of this world. Small ideas, listen, don't inspire anyone to do great things. Nor do they inspire others to come alongside and to help you do what God has called you to do. We need big ideas and big dreams in order for people to come alongside. That's what inspires people is big dreams, big ideas, something that is bigger than yourself, something, someone that they know that they can step into your world and say, hey, I can be a part of that and I have an expertise or I have a way to help you get to where you're going. We need to learn to to dream big. In fact, our founding fathers of this United States, they dreamed of independence and a democracy, and they gave birth to this country. And this country has impacted the entire world many, many times over. Susan B. Anthony dreamed of a day when women in America would be allowed to vote and achieve those first steps of gender equality. Gandhi dreamed of freedom for India, and through a peaceful revolution, he helped liberate over 100 million people. Florence Nightingale had a vision of a modern hospital where it would be full of well-trained nurses established and she helped establish the modern day nursing professional who now have given care to millions and millions of people. And finally, in 1976, Mellard and Linda Fuller had an idea. They canceled their, their jobs, they quit their jobs, they started off on this. All they had was a dream. Their dream was to to provide housing for people that might not be able to to afford it. Well, Habitat for Humanity now for over the past 45 years has provided 35 million homes around the world, giving people an affordable place to live. I mean, where are these kind of people in the church today? I believe that God is asking the church to rise up. I believe that God wants you and I to dream like these men and women dream. There's, there's something that God has for you and I that can change the world if we'll dare to dream it and we'll dare to ask the question, why not? I mean, when God said that we could do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or could imagine, I believe that God was waiting for the church and for you and I to dream big size, God-sized dreams, dreams that would reach a city, a state, a nation, maybe even change the world, but to dream outside of ourselves and outside of, of, of what we can do and even outside of what we can believe because he said it goes beyond what we can believe. Why don't we step up and be that church? Why don't you step up and be that kind of person where you are? You could be a world changer. 
You could change somebody's life. You could change your business. You could change your family. You could change your community. If you just get a dream and, and dare to dream big enough that you allow God to come in and, and give you something that is beyond yourself. You see, God is not afraid of our big dreams. They might scare you, but not God. In fact, God doesn't laugh at your big dreams. If he laughs at all, he laughs because your dreams are simply too small. Jeremiah, the prophet, had to remind his people that nothing is too hard for God. And so whatever you're dreaming and whatever you're thinking right now, can I assure you of this, is that God is already beyond whatever you could dream, ask, or imagine. He's already laughing at that dream and moving into the future, believing that more things are even possible than you could even fathom. How many of you, if we stop right now and just ask this question, how many of you think that we need to dream bigger? We need to dream bigger. I mean, the, the answer is obvious. Of course we do. We need to have a, a dream that's beyond ourselves, a dream that includes other, a dream that expands our circle of love and influence, a dream that, that makes a real impact that goes beyond our life and impacts lives to come. See, your ability to think, your ability to dream is a God-given gift. That's right. And the ability to dream makes us unique from all other of God's creation. Animals don't have the ability to dream. God has given that to you and he's given that to me. So let's dream big. There must be a reason that God gave us this precious, incredible gift. So let's use it to its fullest capacity and let's see God do something beyond what we could dream. God has given us the ability to visualize, to dream, to plan, and to see the plan all the way to its fulfillment. It's a powerful force. A force that is working within each and every one of us right now, today. And we need to understand this power. We need to understand the power that is working within us that is the, one, the power that unlocks all the potential that God has placed inside of us. It's the, it's the power of believing. See, I believe it's your faith that will determine how big your hopes, your dreams, how great your exploits will be for the kingdom of God and for God himself. If you, can't, if you can't in your faith begin to see it, it doesn't matter what you can put on paper. It doesn't matter however many steps you can put. It doesn't matter how you can plan it all out. If you don't have faith, it'll never come to pass. So your faith is directly linked to how big your vision can be. So I guess the question today is this, how big is your faith? Because it all comes down to the power of believing. In your notes, and I hope you're following along on the app, I want to talk to you about the power of believing. Number one, the power of believing is a power that already is at work in you. We talked about this a few weeks ago, so I won't spend a lot of time on it, but I had to include it here because that is the truth of what is going on. The power is already at work on the inside of you. It is God and his desire to daily come into your life and to work out his plan of redemption, his plan of grace, his plan of dreaming, his plan of your future, his plan for a future and a hope. He's working that out in your life already. And all we need to do is learn by faith to step into that reality spiritually and say yes to the things of God because God wants us to experience it right here and right now. We're not living for a land of tomorrow, although we want to go to heaven. We're living for a land of today and how we can impact those that are around us and the difference that we can make in people's lives. I don't want my life, and I know you feel the same way. You don't want your life 
to, to expire here on this earth and not have made a difference. In fact, the older you get, the more you begin to ask, have I made a difference? Have I made a, a real difference in this life? So it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are. I know you want to make a difference, a difference that lasts beyond your own life. And that's a God-sized, God-given dream where you, in, you insert your faith and you say, God, yes, I want to do what you're already doing in my life. Let me be a part. The power, number two, is unleashed in our faith. You remember the story of Lazarus being raised from the dead and how Jesus tarried going there and he was only sick and then he tarried and then he died. Mary and Martha came out and they met Jesus and they began to tell him, if you had only been here just a few days earlier, you know, our brother, your friend, the one you love, he would, uh, he would still be with us. Well, Jesus makes this incredibly powerful statement in John chapter 11, verse 40. He says, did I not tell you that if you believe that you would see the glory of God? Did I not tell you that if you believe you would see the glory of God? See, it all links back to your faith. If you want to see the glory of God fall upon your family, upon your church, upon your community, your business, your school, wherever you go, if you want to see the power of God unleashed in your life, that it comes through your belief. Do you believe that with God all things are possible? Because I believe that God wants us to step out and to make a difference in this world and to make a difference in the world that's around us. So it starts with us believing that God is doing it and he wants us to be a part along with him. Number three, the power of believing makes us makes all things possible. There was a father who had a son. He was demon possessed and he came to Jesus. In fact, the disciples brought him to Jesus. They said, this, this boy, he, he needs to be delivered. Well, Jesus rebuked the disciples because they didn't have enough faith to deliver the boy themselves. And then he has a conversation with the father. And after, after he speaks to the father, he makes this statement. He says, if you can. Now, picture this with me just for a moment. Here's a demon-possessed boy laying on the ground, foaming at the mouth. And he's speaking to the father. And he says, if you can. Meaning some people can't. But I believe that if we give ourselves to God, we yield ourselves to God, we pray, we get close to God, then all of us will be able to do what God's word says. So I believe that we have the capacity inside of each and every one of us by faith because faith is the key that unlocks the door. He said, but if you can, Jesus said, everything. Maybe you just stop right there and say everything. What you're up against because of the pandemic, what you're up against because you've lost your job, what you're up against in your family or with your the situation with your spouse, maybe what you're up against, everything. He said, if you can, everything is possible to the one who believes. Absolutely everything is possible to the one who believes. Now, I, I want you to be the person that, that can, not the one who can't. And the one who can is the one who steps out and says, God, I take you at your word. You begin to declare the word of God. You begin to quote the promises of God. You begin to live in the word of God, meditate on the word of God until the word of God becomes a part of who you are. That means you've been feasting on it and you've been meditating on it until it becomes a part of your very existence. And then it becomes alive. Jesus said, when you, when you get to that point and you begin to believe, when you get to that point, then everything is possible to them who believes. Here's what father's response. Immediately, 
He didn't go and think about it. He didn't even go pray about it. He knew what he wanted. His son needed delivered. And immediately the boy's father said this, I do believe. And some of you are out there and you're just like, you say, I believe, but nothing's happening. I believe. Listen to how he responds. I believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. Because faith is the key that unlocks the door. If the door is still locked, I'm telling you that maybe your prayer should be, God, help me in my unbelief. I believe in you, but some reason there's something that's allowing, not allowing me to open this door. I don't have the right key. I'm not in the right place. I'm not at the right time. But God, would you help me? And if you'll put, if you'll put your confidence in God and you say, God, help me in my unbelief. I believe that God is able to, and this what happened in this situation. Well, of course, this boy was delivered from, from demon possession and, and he went up and he, and, he, and he left. Can I tell you, your miracle is right around the corner. If you be honest with yourself and say, maybe it's a matter of faith because all things are possible if I believe. Number four, I hope you're getting something out of this today, but the power comes through exercising the faith that you have. Some of you might be watching and you're, you're tuning in and you're saying, but Pastor Brian, I, I don't have that kind of faith. I don't have your kind of faith. I've heard your story. I know that my, my grandparents or my parents or great grandparents, I know people of great faith and I just don't seem to have that kind of faith. I've got good news for you. Jesus said in Matthew 17, 20, because you have so little faith, he says, let me tell you, if you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, now that would barely be visible on the end of my finger. He said, if, if you have that kind of faith, and some of you go, I don't even know if I have that kind of faith. I, I know you have that kind of faith because the Bible says God has given every man a measure of faith. And he's given you a measure of faith, at least the size of a mustard seed. And he says, if you have the, a faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. Listen, Jesus believed in you so much that he said all things are possible if you believe. Most of us wouldn't even say that about ourselves, but Jesus believed in us to the point where he said all things are possible if you'll believe. He's trying to challenge you. He's trying to get us out of our comfort zone and say, if you'll just believe, he goes, I'll show up and I'll do it. And if you believe in these words of Jesus to be true, then it stands to reason that we should dream even bigger for all things are possible when we believe. Why not go for the gold? Why not go for the whole enchilada? Why not get the tacos on the side, get the whole combo plate while we're at it? I don't know. But we should determine that we're going to dream as big as we could dream because God has told us all things are possible if we believe it. So your faith will determine the size of your dream. Why not determine to make the next 12 month kind of a faith odyssey, if you will, a faith adventure journey. I'm talking about dreaming some dreams that are so big that unless God pulls it off, there's absolutely no way that you'll be able to see it come to pass. We've got to utilize the power that's already at work in us, that measure of faith that God has already given us. Now, listen, I'm not talking about making dreams happening in our own strength. That's not what I'm talking about. Remember where the power comes from. The Bible says that there's a power that is already at work in you. It's the power of God. We recognize that God is the source and that God is in us and that we need him. And we're absolutely 100% dependent upon God. And I believe such was the case in Joseph's life. 
We're going to talk about it a little deeper next week, and I'm not going to go into great detail. But for a lot of you, you already know the story. But you know Joseph. He's a young man. He was called the dreamer. He had a dream. His family was going to, was going to bow down and worship him. His brothers were jealous. They sold, threw him in the pit, sold him into slavery. He ended up working for Potiphar. Then he was placed in prison because of false accusations. Then the palace, and then it all came to pass, just like God had said years and years later. Listen, this would be Joseph's word of encouragement to you and I. And I just end with these four quick things. Number one, God is always with you. If Joseph could speak to you today, he would tell you, God is always with you. Don't you doubt it for a moment that God never leave you nor forsake you, that God is with you right now in your lowest moment, in your most sinful moment, in your greatest moment, God is with you and he never leaves you. Number two, Joseph would tell you this, develop yourself during the downtimes. You know, it was when he was the head of Potiphar's home that I'm sure he grew in, in skill and some things that he needed to help run the country. Then when he was in the prison, he continued to grow. And the Bible talks about that while he was there. And then he became the leader of a nation. And he was the number two guy in, in control. And I'm sure he began to grow there. Develop yourself even in the down times because you never know what God's doing. Invest in yourself. Do the things that you know you can do and should be doing. It was John Wooden, the great basketball coach that said, don't let what you can't do interfere with what you can do. There's a lot of things that you can be doing right now that'll help your dream come to pass. And then number three, Joseph would tell us this, realize that self-promotion can never replace divine promotion. Some of you have been seeking promotion your whole life. You've been trying to get into that crowd. You've been trying to get that corner office. You've been trying to get that title. You've been trying to climb the corporate ladder. Can I tell you, there's nothing that beats divine promotion. When you know that God has placed his hand on you, he's equipped you and called you and given you all that you need to step into that calling so that you can be there for such a time as this. Don't seek self-promotion. Seek after God and his will and let him promote you because nothing beats divine promotion. And lastly, number four, when the dream is realized, it is more fulfilling than you could ever imagine. That day when he first met his family and he wept and had to remove himself so that he could whip, so he could weep bitterly because he was so moved. And then they came back and he wept again. But then he realized something. He realized that, that what they intended for evil, scripture says, Genesis 50, 20, that God meant for good. And it all culminated in that one moment and can I tell you that no matter what you're going through, maybe it's caused by this pandemic or maybe it's caused by decisions that you've made. I can tell you this one thing, that your dream is not put aside. That God is resurrecting your dream. And if you'll add a little faith to it, that what you'll see is that God will bring it to pass when he needs it to come to pass. It'll be a for such a time as this moment. What you think is going on is evil. God might intended it for your very good. And it goes on to say, for the saving of many. You know, it reminds us as I close is this. It's always to bring us about. It's for the saving of many. It's bringing people into God's redemptive plan. It's bringing people together. It's bringing people into faith. So what are you doing with your life? And what are you doing with your faith? And what are you doing with your dreams? That includes God's dream. That includes God's plan. That includes the plan of bringing others to Christ. 
Because I want you to know it starts right there. I want to pray for you to dream and dream God-sized dreams before we leave. But I also want to pray for all of those of you that might be tuning in today and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it all begins right here. Jesus died for you. He hung on a cross. He, three days later, he was raised from the dead. He's seated at the right hand of the Father and he's making intercession. He's praying for you right now. And what you feel in your heart of hearts, that tug of war that you feel, that uncomfortable feeling, is really, it's a loving God reaching out to you, convicting you of sin, asking you to say yes to Jesus. So how about it? Will you say yes to Jesus today? Bow your heads with me wherever you are, whatever, however you're watching this, and pray this simple prayer with me. Say, dear Jesus, I'm asking you to be my Savior and Lord. Thank you for accepting me in Jesus' name. And I pray for every person that's watching that the power of God would fall upon them, that they would unleash the faith that you've given them to dream God-sized dreams because nothing is impossible. You've given us a wonderful gift, the gift of dreaming. God, may we exercise that dream, that gift today, and may we see what we've been created for come to fulfillment in our lifetime and beyond. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for being with us every week. I hope this has been a blessing to you. If so, maybe you'll write in or maybe you'll, you'll leave a comment below. We would love to hear from you. God bless you and have a great week. Thanks again for joining us today. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like to further connect with us here at Faith Chapel, visit us online at faithchapelsd.com or any social media platform at faithchapelsd. See you real soon.